Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. Today, I want to talk about TikTok versus Instagram. In the last few years, uh, especially post-COVID, the rise of TikTok has gotten a lot of airspace and has sparked a lot of conversation, I know, amongst my clients, and I'm sure within your mind as well, should your business be moving to TikTok? Should you be growing a TikTok audience? Should you be actively engaging on the TikTok platform? And, you know, as we always talk about, when a new platform engages, uh, you know, and starts to really gain traction, there's a there's a desire to be an early adopter and, and then there's also a lot of noise. So no doubt you'll talk to different people that will tell you, you, you know, 100% should be on TikTok. Why aren't you on TikTok? There's so much opportunity on there right now. And, and it can become uh, confusing and, and overwhelming to know if you're missing out, if you're missing an opportunity of establishing yourself on that new channel. So today I'm going to share with you my thoughts on TikTok versus Instagram right now and perhaps what you can consider in planning where you should be marketing your business. Now, we always start with the number one consideration for any channel in a marketing mix of target market. So at the first kind of sanity checkpoint for yourself in deciding whether you need to start focusing your energy on TikTok is having to think about your target market and where they're active. What we really need here is the foundation of marketing. Who are we talking to? So if you have a, you know, a young demographic, then absolutely you may find them on TikTok. Depending on your niche, you may find a, a, a quite a strong demographic all the way into, you know, 50s and 60s engaging on TikTok. I think definitely in the last 12 to 18 months, TikTok has started to have more market penetration across all age groups, uh, which tends to be the pattern we see with every social media channel that launches. Uh, You know, things tend to get a lot of traction with younger markets first, and then over time we kind of see that bell curve start to to push up and and the, the more mature end of the market or the older end of the market follows suit. So I would think that there, there's probably quite an active and engaged uh, audience on TikTok amongst most ages and most genders now. But certainly if you're a brand targeting, say, under 30s, it, it's likely that TikTok could be a, a really good area of opportunity for you. And then if your target market is a bit older than that, I think it'll come down to the niche that, that you're in and a few other factors that we're going to discuss. The next really important part to consider before going down the the TikTok route and, you know, planning yourself a TikTok strategy is do you have a face of the business? Are you or someone in your business willing to be the face of the business? TikTok really thrives when there's a face to camera 
personality. So that doesn't always have to be the owner of the business. It can be a key staff member. It can be, um, you know, a third party, an influencer, an ambassador that you bring on board. But where you're really going to to have success is in that face-to-camera type content. Now, there's lots of other bits of content that you can do around um, that on TikTok. I'm not saying that you solely have to be talking directly to camera to succeed on TikTok, but that is going to need to be an element of your strategy and and quite a prevalent element, I would say. Uh, You know, you can also obviously around that add some uh, BTS or behind the scenes type content. You can uh, also have some green screen fun and, you know, jump on different trends. But the face to camera content is is really cornerstone in engaging and getting that reach and cut through and, and benefiting from the virality that you can find on TikTok. So TikTok, because of that, is a really strong place for building that kind of voice of authority. There is voice of authority content on almost every topic imaginable already. You know, I've definitely seen people that have been quite strong in that one-to-one marketing on Instagram pivot into TikTok quite easily and continue to have that face-to-camera, voice-of-authority type content. So, you know, a, a huge consideration if you're going to launch into TikTok is who is going to be that face, who is going to visually represent the business and, and talk directly to that potential target market. Another really strong factor is your access to lo-fi content rather than over-curated. So if you're a business that has always, you know, developed really professional photography and really professional videography uh, to, to showcase your product or your service, you might find that that content doesn't resonate as strongly on TikTok. And you'll hear about this rise of a lo-fi content. So, you know, really organic, really iPhone quality, accessible, you know, not necessarily necessarily using filters um, in that in that face to camera content, not caring about that perfect aesthetic, you know, the hair, the makeup, the styling. So more down to earth. People want to feel that real access, that behind the scenes organic you know, unedited, you know, access. And and I think that has been one of the factors that's made TikTok really, you know, get that hold on a, on a new consumer or, or get a hold on a consumer that was a little bit tired to the to the kind of over-curated feed of Instagram, you know, that Instagram versus real life that we talk about. I feel like to be successful on TikTok, you need to open up that kind of real rough and ready, you know, uh, this, this is who we really are. And, and, and again, you know, even if you're a fashion brand, rather than having really over curated, um, videos and campaign videos, it's more about, you know, having staff members in, in the product talking about it. It's about, you know, content in the warehouse, picking orders and, you know, uh, showcasing, showcasing your ranges, in a, in a different way, in a more accessible, you know, people want to feel that real connection. And, and that leads me to that next point about user-generated content or UGC. And I think UGC is a great way to get your, you know, dip your toe into TikTok if you don't have face of the business, if you don't have your own lo-fi content, everything you have is quite curated and, and 
quite polished and there's no sort of face of the business that you think you can assign, then I believe, you know, another way to to be successful on TikTok and, and to really, uh, you know, pivot into TikTok or add TikTok as a complement to your digital strategy is going to be via user-generated content. So working with influencers, working with content creators, you know, depending on your business, friends, family, anybody who's willing to make videos for you that are, again, rough and real, down to earth, face to camera, talking about your product or, you know, down uh, explaining areas of your service. Um, That user-generated content, you know, that can also cross over into service businesses as, you know, real testimonials, video testimonials captured, you know, on the fly from clients and customers. So moving away from, you know, leave me a Google review to actually send me a couple of minutes on on a video just shot on your iPhone, don't worry about it, but I'd love to use it across my social and that, you know, that can be TikTok and obviously that can be Instagram as well. So, you know, if you can't get a face of the business, if that's not something you're comfortable with, if it's not something you have access to within the business, getting that user-generated content is is another way that you you can move into more of a TikTok strategy and succeed on TikTok. And then I guess the last sort of consideration to, you know, as to whether you should be focusing on TikTok is whether or not you'll benefit from virality. So not all businesses benefit from, you know, international exposure, nationwide exposure, statewide exposure. So that's a really big thing to think about. If you can't service clients everywhere, uh, you know, TikTok may not be the best place for you. So obviously TikTok's great for e-commerce brands, because, you know, that's a really easy, easy sell no matter where you are. And and with TikTok, content does tend to go, you know, go out less, uh, in a less dependent way on location. So, you know, discovery on TikTok is still really uh, open and free, meaning that there is a lot of new account discovery, less so than on some of the meta channels. Um, so, you know, when I'm on my TikTok feed and I'm scrolling, I'm getting pushed suggested content based on, you know, my pre- my previous behaviors, my prior engagement with content based on my other internet activities. Uh, so, you know, if I'm looking for a black dress, I might start to see some content around that on TikTok pushed to me, but there's not going to necessarily be, you know, a black dress from a boutique down the road. So, you know, focusing on TikTok really comes down to being able to serve a broad located market. So again, great for online coaches, great for online service providers, not so good for local service providers. Uh, You know, a plumber, may not benefit so much from TikTok if they're in one local area because, you know, if they go viral across Australia, they're not going to be able to convert that into bookings. You know, interior designer might be in in the same boat. Uh, You know, food and travel in different ways. You know, if you have a a cafe that um, has really great viral content, then getting out in that viral way may bring people into you that that are, you know, obsessed with pancakes or obsessed with burgers and will travel two hours or, you know, will put you on their bucket list for when they come to your city or state. Um, and the same with travel and, you know, hidden, hidden spots or holiday homes or uh, experiences in travel locations, that virality may put you on a list 
you know, as an inspiration, but it's not going to, you know, get locals necessarily seeing you and engaging with you. So thinking about the nature of your business, who you can do business with, it should also be a really key consideration uh, in terms of whether TikTok is the right strategy for you. I guess some other thoughts just to throw at you to consider just sticking with Instagram and Facebook or, you know, that that TikTok might not be where you're going to maximize your marketing is if you have a highly aesthetic portfolio. So if your work is, you know, delivered, um, you know, direct to consumer and, you know, say, for example, that you're an architect or, as I said before, an interior designer um, if you, you know, deliver something that is highly aesthetic, even, you know, a builder that, that does beautiful new builds or beautiful renovations, the way that you can showcase that on Instagram across a variety of content formats is going to probably give you more scope to really sell your, your service then on TikTok where really you're you're relying on short form video. So, you know, again, if you have deeper content that you need to get out um, or, you know, you want to tell a story, show a gallery, and you want an impression to be formed when someone engages with you on social. So when someone discovers you, they click to your profile, you you do want to sort of curate that grid because that, you know, is your portfolio. And just like on a website, you, you're bringing that together really intentionally to tell a story. You might find that TikTok just doesn't give you enough executional formats to, to make that as successful. Another consideration where you may be better, you know, with with Instagram and Facebook and even LinkedIn, of course, is professional services. Uh, Often, you know, law firms, accounting firms, um, mortgage brokers, financial advisors, you find it harder, number one, to nominate the face of a business. You're you're less likely in, in some cases, especially as your business is larger, to nominate one person to be the face that can output a volume of short form videos uh, where they're giving value to bring people in. And instead you want to, you know, showcase this team. You want to deep dive in some key areas. You want to share longer form voice of authority content. You want to educate on changes, impacts to industry, legislation, uh, you know, tell it, take people on a deeper, maybe information-based journey as well. I think that Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, some of those more traditional medias now have uh, better ways for you to get to to the right target market and, and probably in some cases a more predictable way to get in front of the right target where with TikTok you're really relying on discovery, um, you know, outside of course of paid, you're really relying on discovery from what the algorithm is pushing. And then finally, you know, and I have touched on it a little bit, is if you want to showcase a variety of content, but video is not readily available to you. So again, in all those kind of examples that I just gave, you know, also sort of in the health space as well, 
you may want to be able to show an educational carousel. You may want to show uh, text-based reviews and testimonials. You may um, want to show team content and educate about different staff members. You may, uh, you know, want to break down services deeply and, and really sort of talk about pain points and pleasure points and create affinity content. You might find some of that easier through uh, mediums that give you, you know, uh, visual assets, captions that can be longer and easier to digest, um, easier to read and save materials rather than, again, as I've said, TikTok that really relies on short form video. So there's a lot for you to think about there. Um, very interested to hear from people that are on both, uh, you know, TikTok and Instagram. Obviously, I've also touched on Facebook and LinkedIn a little bit, but really keen to hear what you're doing and, and what you have considered as part of your strategy as to whether TikTok is an avenue that you need to go down and what that might look for you. And then thinking about, you know, as we say, always coming back to the target market and your own business objectives and really using them as your as your roadmap and 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 as your guiding light and not getting caught up in what's new and what's trending and and what people might be telling you you have to do but instead reviewing the data reviewing the information and the unique situation of your business and making decisions based on that hey thanks for listening to another episode if you don't want to miss one make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app and if you love it be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.